0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day, guys. Welcome back to the live. Going to jump on for 20 minutes, half an hour, answer some of your questions. So send them through, guys. Let's uh, let's get started. Kogan, how's it going, mate? Yeah, mate, all going well. Good to hear from you, mate. I hope you're doing well. Any footy questions, guys? Let's get stuck in. Haven't uh, haven't done a live in a few weeks now, so looking forward to getting back into one. Daddy. Jesus, that's rogue. What do you think the Dragons are going to place next year? Uh, yeah, I think the Dragons are a really interesting one. Obviously, they're going to be built around a lot of young guys. Uh, if we see, I think, Ben Hunt, Jack DeBellin, Andrew McCulloch, they fit the entire season. I think they can make the top eight. I know everyone's tipping them for the wooden spoon, which I understand. I tipped them for the wooden spoon last year, but i got to tell you, if it wasn't for that goddamn barbecue last year, I'm not sure if they don't play finals footy, as crazy as that sounds. Um, I had Jareo on the podcast at the start of the year, and I sort of make a joke about the Dragons going to struggle, and he sort of said, mate, Hook, he will get guys together and they'll play better than what you're expecting. And, fuck, they certainly did. So, I don't know. I know a lot of people are bagging the Dragons, but I think it's a really good sprinkle of young guns and some experienced heads as well. And it's a... It's a bit of a weird team. There's no, like, absolute superstars outside of Ben Hunt, essentially, for me. But, I don't know. I'm sort of – I'm a little bit iffy on them. I'm not sure if they're going to do as poorly as whatever everyone's saying, to be honest with you. Kieran Foran to the Knights. I can't see him leaving Manly, mate. I think he will finish his career at Manly, and I think that's uh, the best thing for Kieran Foran, best thing for the Manly Seagulls, and best thing uh, for Rugby League, to be honest with you. I love seeing him back there. Clancy, good good day, mate. Good to see you. How are you spending the off-season? Uh, off-season doesn't really change that much, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, just keep doing uh, our thing. Content keeps flowing, so probably a little bit less coming out during the off season, but still plenty of footy to talk about prediction for the dogs this season uh, Josh Small yeah mate I think Canterbury are going to do well I worry about their key positions uh, obviously Trent Barrett made it pretty clear last year that you know Kyle Flanagan is probably not the guy for him I'd like to see Flano given a bit more time but based off what we saw last year you've got to seriously question uh, if that's the way he's going so I like the signings a lot of really good signings there could get Viliami kick out early we'll have to see how that one plays out but Canterbury I think they'll definitely improve I'm not sure if they make the top 8 though realistically Hey, Buddy Franklin, that's a new one. Haven't been called that one before. Todd Payton, how he used Lolo this year. If I if I was Todd Payton, which I know some people think I look like him, poor old Toddy Payton, uh, I would be playing him in the front row. I uh, actually had Nathan Cleary on the podcast yesterday. He named his dream team, and I was very impressed with where he picked Jason Lolo, funnily enough, in the front row. So that's where I would have him moving forward, but I would have had him there a few years ago, so I'm probably a little bit biased. Like Brooks to the Knights. I do like Luke Brooks if he goes to the Newcastle Knights. I like it for... Luke Brooks, I like it for Newcastle. I like it for the West Tigers. I like it for Jackson Hastings, who I'm also a fan of. So I think Luke Brooks, to the Knights, would be a win for everyone, to be honest with you. I think he's got a lot more to offer. I think he's been the scapegoat for the West Tigers for a very long time. And I always say not all divorces are bad. Uh, Luke Brooks and the West Tigers, I think it'll be a great divorce for both parties. Where does Brandon Smith end up? I'm not sure, mate. I've got a feeling he'll end up with the Roosters, to be honest with you. Uh, The Dolphins are obviously going to throw the kitchen sink at him. Uh, I think the Titans will have a fair crack at him as well, but I don't know, i just got a feeling something about Brandon Smith arriving at the Roosters being their hooker, just got that sort of feel to it. Brandon Smith, obviously from sitting with Isaac John and talking with him about Brandon Smith and the movement he makes, he's a smart guy and I think he'll understand uh, the impact he can have on his career at the Roosters, but also outside of his career, the opportunities that that'll open up being in Sydney and whatnot and being surrounded by Politus, Mark Boris, these sort of guys. So, uh, obviously signing with YKTR if he wants to be in Sydney, uh, the boys, they're their headquarters isn't far away from there either, so I think you'll end up at the Roosters. To be perfectly honest with you, that I'm sure will piss off uh, 15 of the 16 supporter uh, bases moving forward, knowing how that normally goes down. Who has the best tackling technique? Good question. Uh, I think it's a little bit outdated asking sort of tackling technique. It's all changed so much. I remember where I had Johnny Sutton come down to our uh, our footy training one night. I, I got my hooker to make a one on one tackle, chop someone in half, and Sutts essentially said please never do that again uh, that's not how you tackle anymore you gotta wrap the ball up you gotta to- go high, set up for the next three guys to come in and go low. So uh, the best tackling technique in the NRL now is probably not what most fans are used to. And personally, I find it really hard to predict myself. I love the way that Cam McInnes, when he tackles, the way that he just wins every ruck, he gets guys on his back. A lot of the wrestling sort of stuff goes into it now, which I think isn't what people think of when they think tackling technique. So a bit over my head, to be honest with you there, mate. You probably have to ask a smarter footy brain than me. How do you think the Sharkies go next year? Yeah, I think they're going to be really interesting. I think they're lacking a genuine seven in that team. Uh, Uh, But I think that Craig Fitzgibbon is going to build a side of just leaders. I mean, you have a look at that back row or or the forward pack. I think it'll be Finnegane, Wade Graham, Cam McInnes. I mean, that's three guys that have been first-choice captains in the NRL in the last year. So really excited about the Sharkies. Hopefully Nico Hines, he can hit the ground running. Um, It'll be interesting to see how he goes. We traditionally know how guys go when they leave Melbourne. Uh, It normally takes a little while or they never get to the same level as they were I saw him hose that down today which is fantastic to see that's what you want to see guys just blow that sort of shit off so really excited for the Sharkies uh, team that I'm going to watch with a lot of interest I personally thought Mitchell Pierce was a really good chance to land there with his good mate Craig Fitzgibbon uh, but they're obviously going to back in either a Trindle or Metcalf one of these guys Matty Moylan uh, to partner Nico Hines in the halves so excited to see how they go probably a team that I think should make the eight, but if they finish ninth or 10th I won't be surprised but gun to my head I'll probably say they finish 7th or 8th realistically do you think Papalii can produce the same form with the Tigers I hope so mate I really do hope so I don't think it's a bad signing by the Tigers I think he's a great player he's unreal Uh, it worries me that it's still a year away Uh, you're also signing a guy coming off an absolute career high which is always a worry and with all due respect to the Tigers uh, they're not the side that's got the very best out of guys for a long time so if you get 80% 80% of what you saw this year from Isaiah Papaliti for 600k that it's reported, I think that's an unreal get. I don't think they've paid overs like a lot of people are saying. Where do you think Jack Bird will play? I'd like to see him play 13, but I love Jack DeBellon there realistically for the Dragons. I think they're a better side with him. You could play JDB in the front row, but I thought it's that link man sort of role. He was unreal for the Dragons. I've always said Jack Bird needs to play 13, uh, but watching Jack DeBellon last year when he did play, it's becoming really hard to argue with there. Dragons are coming last, mate. Yeah, everyone said that last year, including myself, mate. Uh, we were heaps wrong there. I think if it wasn't for that barbecue gate, they'd probably make the finals, to be honest with you. So uh, we'll see how it plays out with the Dragons. Who's the best coach ever? Bennett, Bellamy, or Gibson? Fuck. Um, geez, you'd have. To, oh, I think you'd probably have to say Bennett if he would have won a couple of weeks ago in that grand final. Bellamy has to be right up there for me, but there is obviously the fair argument of the salary cap debacle in 2010 that you can bring up, so... It's a real tough one to settle on. Gibson as well, one of the all-time greats. I'd probably have to settle with Wayne Bennett at the moment just because he's done it for so long. Uh, he's been in, I think, a grand final in every decade of the last five, which is just mind-blowing. Lost a grand final a couple of weeks ago by two points or whatever it was after coaching for 45 years or whatever it's been. So probably Bennett for me, mate. But I think the name you forgot there is Trent Robinson. And I think he's going to have a real, a real crack at this title over the next decade or so at the Roosters. They're always going to have a good system even when they didn't have the players they needed this year. They still did incredibly well. So I think he'll be right up there, mate. Do the rabbits need Reynolds to make it back to the grand final? I think they do. Uh, I'm ruling them out of contention next year, to be honest with you. It doesn't mean I'm right, but I just think without Adam Reynolds, it's going to be too much of a task for them. Thoughts on Cowboys, bad form. Yeah. I, um, uh, yeah, I don't know what to make of the Cowboys, to be honest with you, mate. They've cost me, so many fucking multis this year, it's not even funny. Uh, I've got no idea where they finish. I I would assume they'll be down the bottom They're Probably my team that I tip to win the spoon, realistically, Uh, between Dearden and Townsend. I'm not sure who's going to wear the seven. I think you'll see a bit of chop and change there as the season goes. I'm hearing Scotty Drinkwater, he could end up at the Newcastle Knights. So if he ends up there, that could be absolute chaos for the Cowboys. He is the shining light up there for me. I think Ruben Cotter has to be 13, Tamalolo in the front row. If they make that change, I think they can go pretty well, but I'm not sure if Todd Payton's going to do that. I think it also comes down to how he wants to use Tao Malolo I know he's trying to keep him fit for the rest of his career and injury free and whatnot, but fuck, with all due respect to Todd Payton, if you don't start playing him for big minutes, you're not going to be there to enjoy the rest of his career, I don't think. So I think he's just got to go all in on Tao Malolo hand him the keys and say, you tell me when you need a rest. That's how I'd be going about it. If they do those things, I think they could potentially push for finals footy, but they would need a lot to go their way. I'm not confident on it. No Asiata. Topene to 13 at the dogs. Yeah, I don't mind this one. Uh, Topene, I'm a big fan of him. Uh, I'm not sure if he is a lock forward or a hooker. I don't think he knows what he is yet, to be honest with you, but he's a footballer and I would be more than happy to have him anywhere in my side. 13, if they don't have Asiata, might be the way to go. It looks like Asiata's not backing down from any of his b- beliefs or anything. Um, so, yeah, it might be the way to get on. But you've still got Josh Jackson in that team who's played 13 in the last few years. Tevito Pango Jr. could also play there. So, uh, I don't think it's going to be a walk in for anyone. There's definitely going to be a fight for that 13 jersey at Canterbury. You might even see like a Jake uh end up getting it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces there at Canterbury. I've got no idea how it's all going to land. Titans' spine not able to make the finals in 2022. Will, good to see you, mate. Um, Yeah, I'm not convinced on the Titans' spine, realistically. They've got a lot of money invested in their forward pack. They don't tend to get the very best out of their forward pack week in, week out, which is a big worry for me. If you're going to invest that much coin into your forward pack, they need to be delivering every single week. For me, they haven't been. Uh, It's a young spine of guys playing new positions and whatnot. Uh, It's going to be really interesting to see how they go. For me... They played finals footy last year, which you can say is a success, but they had a record of, I think, 10 and 14. So to lose four more games, uh, then you win. I, it's, I'm struggling to call it a success, to be honest with you. Any other year, they don't play finals footy, and we've got a very different opinion on the Gold Coast Titans. So uh, I think they'll be one of the teams that will drop out of the top eight heading into season 2022. Where does the cheese end up? I think it'll be the Chooks, mate, but uh, I don't know much more than you do, realistically. Uh, what is one of the all-time favourite plays and made by whom? Uh, the one that comes to mind straight away for me, probably two of them, I would go Cooper Cronk, 2012 grand final, that pass to Billy Slater. I was lucky enough to be there for that one. That was unreal. Uh, another one, which was before my time, but it's one of my favourite plays ever, Ricky Stewart. Uh, 1990 game two uh, against the Palms. He throws an intercept, then he comes back a few minutes later and sets up Mal Meninga for the winner. So unreal moments there. But the Cooper Cronk one, I was there for that. Always stands out for me. I was also there for Benji's flick, Steve Menzies' try. So. Thurston's field goal. A heap of moments that stand out for me, but that Cooper Cronk one was always special to me. Uh, Bailey Biondioto in the halves this year. First time playing hooker this year. Yeah, all you Canterbury fans keep telling me he's a halfback, not a hooker. He looks like a hooker to me, to be honest with you. Uh, but I haven't really seen him play seven. I saw him play five eight. I wasn't overly impressed. I thought he looked much better at hooker. I think he'd be a great 14 for Canterbury. But you've also got to fit Avarillo into this side somewhere, assuming Dufty's going to be fullback. So as I said, a lot of moving pieces at Canterbury, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, Having depth and competition for positions is always a fantastic thing. So exciting times for Canterbury. Alex Twill, to score his first meaty this year. Fuck, I wouldn't hold your breath, the poor bastard. Um, Yeah, Alex Twill, I think he's... I don't know how many games he's played. He'd be over 100 by now, I assume. Probably be close to 150, realistically. I think he just re-signed the other day. Hasn't scored a meaty so far in his career. I know Roasty's been right on his case. He's posting every week about him. So uh, hopefully he does. Uh, I don't think it'll be one that I'll be on, though, to be honest with you. Paying Haas to the Roosters. I doubt it, Um, but if I was Paying Haas, I'd have to seriously consider it. There's no doubt about that. Uh, If the Roosters were able to get him, fuck, they'd be a team for the next decade or so. Are the Warriors silly for not chasing the cheese? I think so. I think they should have a red-hot crack. From what I've gathered, he doesn't want to go home to New Zealand, but I could be wrong on that. Um, I think he'll end up in Sydney or up at Redcliffe, realistically. Shouldn't call him Redcliffe at the Dolphins, sorry. Raiders 2021. I assume you mean 2022, brother. Uh, I think they're going to be really interesting. I think Adam Elliott's going to be a really good signing. Uh, I spoke to him briefly the other day, and he seems to have have his head screwed on and... You know he, he He's obviously got himself a new girl. He's a little bit straightened out. So I'm really excited for him. If he lands in the 13 jersey, I think that could be really good for Canberra. Jamal Fogarty as well. I think he'll be a good signing. I don't think he'll be the uh, huge needle mover that people are telling me, but they're definitely better with him. So Raiders, I, I, I don't know. I, there, there's no reason why they went so poorly last year. They were a grand finalist 18 months ago, two years ago, whatever it was. So they still definitely have a squad there to be successful. Um, I guess it'll come down to also you know, all these players that are unvaccinated and all this stuff going on down there. There's four or five key players reportedly. Um, So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I sort of think it'll blow over a little bit by the time we get to the season, but it could play a role. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. As a Storm fan, I feel like we lack a bit of depth this year. Do you reckon we would drop a hit with less experience? Yeah, I, I think you did lack experience in the big games. I, I didn't see it coming myself. I uh, I sort of mentioned on the podcast but I didn't really believe it myself. But I think you saw in that game against Penrith, uh, they really struggled without Cameron Smith. Actually, when I spoke to Nathan Cleary the other day, he sort of said the same thing. He sort of said they were they're a different team without Cam Smith. So, really interesting there. For me, I thought in the 2020 grand final, Cam Smith should have been the Clive Churchill medalist. I think it's Sports bet paid out on him at half time and uh, I collected pretty nicely off there I was shocked when Ryan Pappenhausen got it not that Pappy didn't deserve it but I I thought Cam Smith was the best player in the third and when it all got a little bit hectic uh, the controlling nature of Cam Smith won that game for Melbourne which team are you excited about to watch in the Mats and SG Ball? Uh, SG Ball, R- Roosters, my younger brother's playing in that side, so I'll be watching the Chooks quite a bit. Uh, S- uh, Harold Matts, I've got a little cousin that'll be playing North Sydney Bears, hopefully. So those two teams, obviously SG Ball, though, very keen to see Manly go around. I uh, want to see Finu play again in Canterbury. I'll be very keen to see that centre play this year. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to the Mats and SG Ball season, obviously during the off-season of the NRL. So exciting to go and see uh, all the young talent and everything in those great question uh, thoughts on the shark season yeah we spoke about that Raiders are a smokey for wooden spoon in 2022 team harmony doesn't seem good down there yeah it didn't last year mate um, I think you could say that the Raiders are a smoky for the spoon or to win the comp and honestly I probably wouldn't argue with you either way I think they're probably closer to a spoon than a premiership uh, but if they were to finish fifth or sixth I wouldn't be overly surprised that's where they should have finished last year based on the last few years so really hard team to predict uh, do you think Luke Keery comes back stronger? Yeah, I do, mate. I think he's a premier player in our game, Luke um, I, yeah, Obviously, he's coming back from a pretty big injury, ACL, from memory. Uh, so they tend to have the year backers a little bit slower. But no doubt the Roosters, uh, they'll do everything in there. Everything they're capable of to give Luke Curie the best opportunity to play some great footy next year. Obviously, he's got a lot of guys around him that have gained a heap of experience. He's going to have a new centre on that side as well. I assume it'll be Billy Smith, so that'll be a test for him as well. There has been a couple of changes since he last played. You've got to remember the last time Luke Curie played, uh, on his left was Josh Morrison, Boyd Cordner. Uh, it's now going to be Angus Crichton and, I think, Billy Smith. So there is some changes coming for him, especially who's going to partner in, them in the halves. Uh, he's only played a handful of games with someone other than Cooper Cronk. So big test for the Roosters but I think they're ready to handle it long shot Gary but who's your tip for Rookie of the Year in 2022 Honestly, mate, I haven't had a good enough look at it yet. Um, I'm not really sure who's... It's hard without New South Wales Cup and stuff last year to get a real grasp on what's going on. I think Toby Sexton, he'll go pretty close if he qualifies off the amount of games last year. That's the other thing. So many young guys got experience last year that they probably wouldn't have got normally. Um, So I'll have to have a look at who actually qualifies for that based on games they played last year. It's all a bit of a shit fight with that sort of stuff. Uh, what have we got thoughts on doggies spoke about that chatting to Cleary yeah AIDS uh, chatting to Cleary was great uh, he was a really nice bloke he, his audio dropped out at one point his phone died it was a bit of chaos uh, messaged me straight away and said hey I'll call you back now blah 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 so it was all really good Lo- lovely guy uh, very honest too didn't sit on the fence on any questions there's one moment where I asked him gun to your head Who do you pick to play with for the rest of your career? Isaiah Yo, Happy Curacao. Hard question for him to ask, but he uh, he answered it. So really did enjoy talking to Nath. Really nice fella. Uh, And, yeah, hopefully he's going to be hyper-successful over the next few years, which personally I think he will. And, uh, yeah, I never wasn't a fan of him, but a much bigger fan since talking to him for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking not honestly. Yeah, sorry, brother. Didn't know who that was responding to. Uh, Was Matt Cooper underrated? Yes, I definitely think he was. I think Mark Gasnier has sort of got most of the applause in that Dragons side, late 2000s, early 2010s. But yeah, Matt Cooper, I, I still think he's the best defensive centre we've ever seen. I'll probably put him alongside Josh Morris. Uh, but yeah, Matty Cooper, extremely underrated, a real pure centre. The cheese coming to the dogs, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Cheers, Gussie. Appreciate that, brother. Uh, What direction do the Knights go? I'm worried about my boys, but hoping in Joey we can trust. Yeah. I don't know where the Knights go from here. Um, I said it when Connor Watson left, but I was a little bit worried we could see a bit of an exodus here. Knights fans told me I'm an idiot not to worry, but Mitchell Pearce has now left. I'll tell you what, if I'm Kaelin Ponger, I have to be looking around that room going what he's doing I've experienced life without Mitchell Pearce before wasn't overly pretty I copped all the blame for it when he was injured or suspended or whatever it was so I'm a little bit worried about KP leaving Newcastle to be honest with you I know that I definitely would if I was KP I'd look around there's going to be 15 other clubs that are willing to have Kalen Ponga in their team uh, potentially the Roosters could be one of them with his mate Connor Watson down there So, yeah, interesting times for KP. If you said, is he playing for Newcastle in two years, I'd honestly say no, but we'll see how it plays out will Ponga leave Newcastle? Answer that one there. Chooks winning the premiership next season. I think they'll go very close, mate. I think they'll be very hard to beat. A lot of young guys have got a heap of experience this year um, that probably wouldn't have got it if it wasn't for this season. You've heard this whole narrative about all their injuries and stuff, but I think getting Luke Keery back is going to be massive. I wouldn't be surprised if they start slow, really hit their straps at the end of the season, but for me I think they've got a top three halfback in Luke Keery. I think they've got potentially the best second row in the game in Angus Crichton. If he's not the best, I would have him in the top three. I think the front row is been unreal. Getting Lindsay Collins back is going to be huge. Uh, I thought he was one of the premier front rowers in our game before he got injured. He's only got older. Uh, so really excited to see him. you still got Teddy out the back. you got Sawali to come in. you got Joey Manu, Daniel Tupu. I mean, this side is just star-studded. So very excited about the Roosters. I think as well, Satili Tupanua, this will be his breakout season. I'm expecting big things from him out on that right edge for the Sydney Roosters. So uh, I haven't really picked who I think is going to win the Premiership for next season, but the Chooks I think they'll probably be in a three-horse race with Melbourne, Penrith, and themselves. So, interesting times for Chooks fans. I don't think Flanagan is as bad as everyone thinks. I think he was good at the Roosters. Yeah, I don't think he's as bad as everyone acts, to be honest with you, mate. I don't think he's that much of a bad footballer. I think everyone expected him to be this highlights guy when he came out of Toyota Cup, but it's essentially a touch football competition. Yeah, that old Toyota Cup, which he carved up in. He's always been a controlling seven. Uh, and, you know, I, I was talking to Finchy about this a few months ago. Like, no one gets... No one gets more criticism than a controlling seven in a team that isn't doing overly well. Whether as a seven you're doing your job right or not, people just tend to blame it on you. That's the reality of the seven jersey. Kyle Flanagan knows that. All halfbacks know that. Uh, you wear the good with the bad. And yeah, I, I don't think Flanagan is as bad as what people want to say or want to act like. Um, and hopefully he's got plenty more footy left in him. Maybe a stint over in England and then come back, sort of take the Jackson-Hastings route. I don't think it would be a terrible idea for Flano because I think everyone sort of made up their mind on him a little bit unfairly. Hey, Guru, what's the most balanced forward pack you've seen in rugby league? Uh, For me, I remember being at that 2004 grand final, watching the Roosters taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. Those two teams were stacked. Uh, Canterbury, obviously, guys like Andrew Ryan, Willie Mason, Roy Asatasi, fucking Sonny Bill was on the bench Uh, Tony Grimaldi they were a stack side the Roosters side they went up against was just international after international talking Morley Fitzgibbon Rickardson Flannery Crocker I mean they were just stacked so I think as far as balanced forward packs that went head to head I think I'd have to go with the 2004 Roosters and Canterbury Bulldogs they were unreal that Cronulla Sharks pack they were sensational as well that won that competition had a real mix of sort of footballers between Luke Lewis Andrew Fafita Paul Gallen very different sort of guys Wade Graham you had all sorts Lots of skill sets there, so that sharks one it'll be up there for me. Current Panthers want to be up there too, so uh, really hard to pick off the top of my head, mate. But they they were the ones that came straight to me. Uh, Boldman rugby league Mahoney to the dogs. Uh, yeah, I I think it's possible. I'm not really sure how this one's going to play out. I've heard. People tell me he's definitely staying at Parramatta. People tell me he's definitely going to Canterbury. So I think I'll just wait and see where this one actually lands. But I think it'll be a really good get for Canterbury. I think that they need someone in the seven or nine that's an established, proper footballer. I know Reed Marnie hasn't won a grand final or played Origin, but he's definitely of that calibre. And the way that he attacked last year, I think that would be massive for Canterbury. In saying that, I thought Jeremy Marshall King was really good last year. I always thought he was a very meat and potatoes hooker, not much doing, but he really impressed me last year. So, yeah, interesting moving forward with them and who they do manage to sign, but I think they need to get a 7 or a 9 in there. How do you see Hines going at Cronulla? What position do you see him playing? I think he'll be 6. I think they'll sort of split their halves left and right anyway, like the vast majority of teams do, Uh, but I'd sort of be giving him a bit of a license. I wouldn't be leaving him down one corridor, but I do want someone with a strong kicking game in at 7, which is the worry for me. Braden Trindle goes all right. Um, he He could develop well over the next year. He's definitely got the ability to be able to do it, but I definitely want a genuine halfback next to Nico Hines. That would be my thinking, but I have really seen Nico Hines play in the halves all that much. I've seen him a little bit in reserve grade, uh, a little bit playing for the Melbourne Storm. Craig Fitzgibbon has got a better eye than me, and he'll know how to handle that situation. Uh, Mahoney just signed with the Tigers. Sure. Uh, what have we got? Uh, thoughts on Latou Fainu? Yeah, mate, looks very exciting, Clancy. Uh, I've only seen him play once or twice, twice uh, in in person uh, was very impressive for Manly this year. Uh, yeah, it, it's 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 hard to sort of judge guys based on Harold Matts and SG Ball because he is the best player there by far and away. For me, he's the best player I saw there this year. He's the best player I've seen in a couple of years, to be honest with you. Uh, but it's always hard to get a gauge on how he's going to go. I'm really excited to see him this year play SG Ball. That'll be the big test for him. I still think he'll brain it, to be honest with you. But I think Manly, they'll be smart to wait two or three years to bring him into their side realistically.